now. Bachelor Nation on the After Reality Podcast Network. She is Kate Gunderson, and I am Spencer Kitley, and this is After Reality. Welcome back to the Bachelor Nation podcast here on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at Fantasy for Reality, Fantasy and the Numeral for Reality.com. That's where we play our Bachelor game, which is winding down towards the end of the season. The Survivor game is brand new, only one episode in so far. Um, so play along with your friends as you, as you watch that, if that's your cup of tea. Um, this week, we... We trimmed the crop down again. We only have four people at the end of the episode. A lot of drama as we went to Budapest. And I, I'm excited to dive in and, and chat about it. We have two episodes next week. The uh, Hometowns and the Women Tell All. But uh, a lot to unpack here. Um, a lot going on in the reality TV world. We're just going to stay focused on The Bachelor here. But all that being said, Kate is a good word. The good word is that witches. This season is sponsored by witches. Um, some more witches, which I'm excited for. This, or I guess he was a magician or a mentalist or something like that. Um, but he uh, he seemed to freak everyone out. So I'm excited to talk about that. Did you ever watch? I didn't watch it a lot. I would see it occasionally on back in the day when Chris Angel had a show on TV. The Chris Angel Mind Freak. He was a mentalist and he would do stuff like yeah. That. I want someone to do the mentalist stuff to me because, like, how do they do it? I what call it magic. It, it seemed like magic. Everyone was freaked out. Like, do they screw up ever? Like, do they ever miss? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure, right? Like, do they edit that part out for TV? Yeah, I'm sure, right? I, I don't know. I I was at a Christmas party a few years ago, and there was a magician, and I was trying to really unpack what was going on, and he he was good. Like, I I couldn't I couldn't do it. I love magic shows. Like, I could watch a magic show every single day. I'm, I it just flabbergasts me. Oh, the, the word of the day. You flabbergasted. <laughs> I was going to talk about that later. <laughs> All right. Um, before we, we'll, we'll, we'll dive in a little. I want to hear, I, I think you have a tie-in for your trip. So we'll tie that in here in a minute. But before we get to it, remind everybody to follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram or TikTok, After Reality Podcast. And subscribe wherever you are listening now. Leave some feedback. Um, and check out the website, AfterRealityPodcast.com, which brings us to Kate's Gossip Corner and Kate's recap of Weekend in Vegas. Oh, yeah. I went to Vegas this weekend and it was wild as a 30-something-year-old with two kids get, getting away for a minute. Um, and we ended up we actually ended up at the talk about UFC that. fight, which was a big UFC fight. You went, you went to a UFC fight? Yeah, I went to a UFC fight. Uh, kind of like as a joke, but it turns out it was like the biggest fight of the year with someone named John Jones. Lots of celebrities there. I didn't see any Bachelor celebrities there, but you know who was in Vegas? Um, I didn't I didn't get to go to his DJing gig uh, because I could not convince enough people I was with to join me. But um, our favorite uh, Blake Horseman, our favorite, uh, what do we call him? Stagecoach boy, Blake Horseman. Wait, what? Blake is a DJ? Oh, yes. That is like his main profession now. And of course, I don't know if you know this, but he is dating um, Gigi from season one of Love is Blind. Did you ever watch that Giannina? Wait, Love is Blind. That's the season that with, with Messico. Yeah. Yeah, Jessica on it. Yes, yeah, so an ex coworker of ours. Um, but yeah, so the one with Gigi on it. Um, and then I think Gigi and Blake went on this other reality dating show, and they fell in love, and they've been together for like a year or two now. Looking her up now because I can't remember. Oh, okay, you would remember she was the dramatic one. Yes, 
Yeah. She's actually my favorite. Um, the only reason I know about this is because I follow her, not him. Because um, I was just obsessed with him. But yeah, I mean her. Um, yeah, lots of, that was my gossip. There was also a lot of gossip in the Vanderpump world, the Vanderpump rules world, but I am not a Vanderpumpian. What do you guys call yourselves? A, a Bravo TV watcher. And man, this is the biggest news story maybe ever in reality. <laughs> really? Ever? Now I feel like I have to watch. Whole group text threads were sending each other instagrams and tiktoks and reddit posts and all the things okay what's the tldr spencer quick we have some time tldr on this it i mean for 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 you who doesn't know anything about it yeah probably the most normal level-headed cast member of any bravo tv show ariana maddox yeah dating tom sandoval for 10 years who's kind of the the lead guy on the show and but by most accounts at least in the past the nice like midwestern guy who's a little but he has cheated on ariana she uncovered it by his phone falling out of his pocket while he was performing with his cover band and she picked it up to take of some video or something and then that this text message pops up of some sexting with a a castmate um raquel levis who has been kind of thirsty for the few years she's been on the show Apparently, she's even been taken in by Ariana when her engagement got broken off. That that Tom had helped pay for the pay twenty five thousand dollars for this big engagement party at Coachella. So oh my goodness, twisted. And then you have all the other cast members taking sides and chiming in, and of course, like no one's on Tom's side. Um, oh jeez, Vanderpump, who it owns the restaurants that support the show, and and she's partnered with Tom and and then the another guy named Tom Tom Schwartz on on a restaurant. But then they, those two guys also have their own restaurant that's new within the last year called Schwartz and Sandy's. So then there's like, what? what oh, people are boycotting, right? I did see that. This has on their business and, and their business partners and their ability to do SponCon and like like all of these things. It's in super disarray. You have former cast members who are like coming out of the woodwork with opinions and hot takes and trying to recapture their 15 minutes of fame. Oh, no. It's like just wild. There's There's restraining order against a a five foot two woman who it would probably wouldn't hurt anyone. Um, there's oh. this order to um, all the cast members in case someone has a copy of this video that could vi- potentially violate California revenge porn laws. Like this story is just robust and goes on forever. Oh, cause there's a video. Oh my God. That is wild. Oh, Tom and Raquel, they're in trouble. Yes. Naughty. They won't be at Coachella together. Um, so oh. God. Oh, that's so rude. Ten years together. Yeah. Well, and, and like a lot of bad stuff happens on Bravo, right? But it's the yeah. fact that it happened to like the one like woman on on the network that people kind of like felt like she was normal and level headed. Yeah. Kind of stayed above the fray for the most part. That yeah. I think what's what's resonating the most. Oh. I'd be so pissed if I were her. That was a really good summary. I appreciate it. Um, I will try and catch up and watch a little bit. Um, and and learn learn a bit more. It's uh, the, the, and they've they've resumed filming to capture all of this, so it's it's going to get oh fascinating. See over the next probably like eight to ten weeks, um, it's going to oh be my God. okay. Well, then it's worth my investment. But in the meantime, we are invested in the Bachelor. We are um, and uh, we're in Budapest, feeling Woo. hungry. Do I did <laughs> dad jokes? Lots of lots of dad jokes. Um, have you been? No, I I've never been to Europe, so. Uh, Right. We talked about this. You have to go to Europe. Don't. I don't think you need to start in Budapest, but I've actually been in Budapest. Uh, have you been to a, a, a bathhouse? Oh, I've been to the bathhouse, not the one he goes with Katie, but the one he goes with. He goes to with Brooklyn. 
And he describes it perfectly accurately. It is like a kind of like a train station meets a large hot tub. Or biggest hot tub with with the train. Yeah. 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 No, it's actually, it's cool. I would say like, but Budapest, you don't need to start there for Europe. Like maybe go to Italy or Greece or France or something like that. But then you could one day go to Budapest. A lot lot of old people at the, at the outdoor bathhouse. Yes. Yes. Lots of old people. And like real, what they don't show you is the most interesting part of bathhouse where like you can pay someone to basically like, like rub dead skin cells off your body, like clean you. It's a bath, right? It's kind of gross though. (laughs) The one I went to indoors, like, I've seen on other shows that yeah. there's places like that in New York City. Like, I don't have you ever yeah. bathhouse in New York? Yeah, New- isn't it called Air or something? I, I don't know. I think there's a few of them. Yeah, no, no, no. I've been to a few bathhouses actually, um, but yeah, that, they didn't show the the real content, which is that the weird process of getting cleaned by someone else. Which is not it's not bad if you're like fully in it. Yeah. Those places just seem dirty to me. I don't know. I haven't been to one, but it just feels like there would just be stuff living on the walls yeah as there should be because you're just cleaning like hundreds of people <laughs> any we're final six eh, really seven people here um i love like i can't say it enough i love katie her two or two w's with an o mouth uh, in the middle reaction to budapest is fantastic and i feel like everyone should be doing that i've never seen that before maybe i should have but i've never seen someone do that i've never seen that before i didn't know what that was <laughs> uh, a canadian delight speaking of canadians um, here comes Jesse Palmer, age 44, host. Um, and, and I'm going to do it every week that they put it on the screen. Um, yep. he, he, he fills Zach in on the Greer's on her way, but he has the exact same conversation with Zach that he had last week. Like, let's talk about each of these women and how you're feeling. Like, do we really need that two weeks in a row? I don't, I don't, I don't know that we do. Yeah. I think I don't, maybe they're just doing it because they're trying to establish what happened with Greer and, and the whole COVID situation. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, uh, Zach at this point is like, raving about hey like i wake up every morning with a smile on my face and like hey ariel ariel had how many how many times am i gonna say her name wrong uh, i don't know i don't know if we've actually learned how to say it right ariel ariel when they read out the date cards and when he talks to her it's ariel uh like the little mermaid um yeah. the U- ukrainian little mermaid we, we learned she was ukrainian this week I know. I think actually Zach also learned she was Ukrainian in that moment. Cause like he like responded to that part, like his face changed. And I was like, Oh, you guys know nothing about each other. Yeah. yeah. Which maybe explains a little bit of her like kind of dryness, uh, her Eastern Europeanness. Uh, and- I know. I love the imitation she did of her dad. He sounds like a funny guy. <laughs> I, well, and I was glad she then told us Ukrainian. Cause I was like, okay, wait, all right. Eastern accent. Don't know which one. Uh, right. And, but, uh, anyhow, he, he's raved about that, but it's, uh, date card, Katie, let's fall in love in Budapest. And again, Kat is unsettled. Um, she hears the love word on that date card, Kate. And, oh, it's, it's, it's unsettling for all of them. Yes. Unsettling for all. They do give Kat and we'll talk about, you know, obviously what happens at the end. They give her a lot of screen time this episode. And I'm trying to one, I was kind of wondering, like, are they trying to test out if the audience would like her for a bachelor for paradise, because I just feel like I'm sure everyone was freaking out, but they gave her a lot, a lot of screen time, or maybe it's just because she was going home. I think she's definitely paradise. Um, I don't think she, I, she's been too whiny to be, yeah. um, but someone who's perfect in all the ways, uh, Katie running, about, which you, you wrote in your notes, hasn't been super prevalent this season. 
No. Have we noticed that? Like there were some seasons where it was just like everyone, one after another would run and do the koala jump, but it's been like few and far between. And actually there was, I never commented on it, but I think it was like two episodes ago. It was a group date and one of them did it. And everyone else was like, I'm not going to do that. All right. All right. Set her down. Now it's your turn. Um, yeah, exactly. It's so weird, but yeah, we haven't seen a lot of those. Climbing and climbing. Speaking of climbing, um, the vernacular, did you take the vernacular when you were in Budapest? No, we looked at it and then we never took it. Um, we were, I was in college and we didn't have money for anything. We were just kind of like walked around, went to the bathhouse. We weren't wasting our money on silly things like a vernacular, a yeah. vertical gondola elevator thing, um, I, which I guess is a good way to get a bird's eye view of the city. Yeah, exactly. Second time this season we've done drank like hot pepper juice somewhere. We're just running out of content. Witches and hot pepper juice is the theme of the season. And typing poems on a type on a public typewriter. Um, also, no idea. I didn't I didn't go to that typewriter. Yeah. Um, but he kind of tugs at her heartstrings with his poem. She types her note, signs it, "Love, Katie." Mm-hmm. I saw that. She also spelled her name wrong. Uh, it was K-A-T-Y, if you saw it. Um, That's how she spells it. There's an I in her name. Oh, right, right, right. No, oh, wait, I didn't see that. Maybe it was just ho- too hard to get the I in there. Caddy? Maybe she's Caddy. The prongs of the typewriter got on top of one another or something. I don't, I don't know. Typewriters are tough. Okay, I want to pause for a second and talk about the fact that she signed it love. Because you know what? All of a sudden, it made me realize. Literally, no one has said anything about love yet. And this is very late in the season for that. Typically, by now, you at least get the, I think I'm falling in love with you. Or I'm falling. One of Great. Them. Remember, what's the progression? It's I'm falling for you. I think I could fall in love with you. I'm falling in love with you. I'm in love with you. I love you. Is that the progression? About right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no one has said it. Like, I feel like Clayton season, it was like being flung around willy nilly. And this time it's just crickets. How to get in the door. That's how they like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm furthering myself in this game here. It's just I'm trying not to get COVID from the lead. Yeah. Well, no, it's funny because like Kat, if you want to stay. Tell him you're falling in love with you, him. Like you didn't. Cat is worried about leaving. And she doesn't even pull out the big guns. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but Katie, dropping those subtle hints here. Uh, they go to nighttime, which we know is the right time. Um, large glasses of wine, some large historical edifice. Um, and Zach is talking about how he is flabbergasted with her. You, you already said it once flabbergasted the word of the day also a great way to to um, compliment someone i don't know if you caught it but at the next commercial break i just love this they do say do you want to be flabbergasted by love then sign up for the bachelor so i just love that i, I did not catch it I'm, I'm pretty quick on the fast forward button through the commercials because i i watched a little not quite i don't watch exactly live i watch within like an hour or so of being yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, they, they've gotten pretty good at being a little uh cheeky yeah tongue-in-cheek with their uh with their commercials i'm here for it also i i do hear the commercials for your is your grandpa or grandma want want to be on the show i'm like we've been asking for senior bachelors for five years now well i mean i'm sure we might have lost a bunch during covid or i don't know people are like uh grandma don't go on this show where you kiss other people you are uh in a a risky category for this disease that's flying around go down like a a retirement community somewhere go down to like the villages in florida or something and they need to they just have to let this idea go um maybe they just leave it on there because they think it's funny i don't know like is anyone applying i don't know that's got to be a straight to streaming show right yeah you know what though if you apply i bet you get on 
I bet no one's applying. So like shoot your shot. Or or they're getting a lot of women to apply and, and no men. Because men don't watch the show. Well, you watch the show, you're a man. Will you watch it when you're 80? If this show's on if this show's on for another 40 years, I'd be shocked. But <laughs> here comes Jesse, age 84, host. <laughs> exactly. Uh but uh, she's super playful with him. She's zinging him with things like, what, what do you want to know, Zach? Um, and I don't know. Katie, I, I say it every week. Any, anything else for you on on this one? I We do get a little deeper into yeah. who, who she is and kind of checks that box of like that we've seen week over week unfold with all of these women as far as kind of like having... I don't know, we'll call it a skeleton in the closet of some sort. Yeah, I just feel so bad. All of these women either have like issues with their fathers or issues with past boyfriends. Like the amount of baggage they're showing up with. And obviously Katie was talking about how she didn't really know her dad. And then she had a second father figure and then he left. And that's just got to be like trauma after trauma. Um, and uh, and I just feel like, do the men, when the, when it's the bachelor, do the men have this much female baggage or is the problem in this world men? Which I know the answer to is, is yes, it's just men. Men is the problem. What is, that's not entirely all of the, are all their problems men related? I can't remember. Literally every single one of them, especially the ones related, like Charity was cheated on. Katie has this dad's thing. Kat has, oh, maybe Kat's, Kat also had a dad thing or a mom thing. Oh. Um, I think she told us. Brooklyn has a dad thing. Yes, they all have issues. Oh, no, someone was in, like, Katie was also in that relationship where she, like, he wasn't even doing the bare minimum. This is this, this is why they're single and on this TV show. <laughs> I know. I feel bad for all of them. They, they don't need to be on reality TV show. They need, like, a, a paid therapist for a year. But, like, Katie lost two dads by, like, the age of, like, 13. Oh, I can't even imagine. Dads are important. See, this is actually, this podcast has been rebranded just about the importance of being an active father in your child's life. <laughs> You're for the dad reasons instead of the right. Exactly. Um, anyhow, like the look on Zach's face when she's doing this is just like, a, he's utterly astounding. And, and I thought it was bad, but. I thought it was bad too. I, okay. I'm going to, I don't, I don't want to be mean to Zach, but he's been mean to other people. So whatever. Um, I think what's happening is, as you know, his parents have been like in love for 35 years and they're best friends. And I think he just like does not know how to handle when that's not the story. Like he, you can tell he gets afraid every time someone does unload baggage, specifically baggage associated with parents. He's actually okay with the baggage associated with ex-boyfriends and stuff. It's the like dad baggage that his face tells everything. Like she kind of goes into like, tears with laughter kind of embarrassment all at the same time um but the difference he assures her unlike he has assured anyone else like yeah. he turns that frown upside down gives her a rose sticks his tongue down her throat and he's on cloud nine or cloud 11 or cloud 12 or whatever she was calling it um he he responds according to how he feels yes do you, uh, this is where also I was watching her body language, because I think we forget that not only is the guy choosing a girl, but the girl has to be, you know, ready to marry this guy too. Do you think she actually loves him or do you think she can get there with him? I think so. Um, okay. Does it, is it lasting outside of like the constraints of the show? I don't know. 
But again, keep in mind, like, at least they live in the same city. That eliminates a lot of hurdles. Or, or, or it expedites the fact that you don't like each other because you're, you're around each other more, right? Right, yeah, and then you can figure that out faster and you don't have to waste as much time going back and forth. That's a great point. But, um, anyhow, I thought they were going to have a band or fireworks, but no, Hungarian bathhouse, um, very large for more making out. At least it's private in this scenario. Yes, it was. Yeah, I, I mean, I love, I love a big hot tub, so I'm here for all of the bathhouses. The indoor one seems a little more gross to me. The outdoor one, well, at least there's, it's open air. Yeah, outdoor just kind of seems like it's a like a hotel, a warm pool at some sort of um pool with gray skies and bad weather. But yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I agree. Actually, even when I was there, uh, I had the same. I had the same feel. Like we didn't really spend much time inside, but outside it felt a little bit more normal. Just like a hot pool. Yeah, Is there yeah. Have drinks there? Cocktail? Don't know. I do not think there were drinks there. Eat in the in the hot bath. Yeah, I bet there's some rules against it. Um, anyway, we go back to the hotel. There's a group date. Love is the only thing on my mind, and it's Ariel, Charity, Gabby, and Kat. Uh, so Brooklyn gets the second one on, which, which which we kind of predicted last week based on the preview, but I'm sh- I'm still shocked by it. Okay, I totally agree. But my logic is maybe she got it because Greer was maybe still in lockdown ish, and he was kind of already over Greer. He couldn't give it to Gabby and Ariel again because they had just gone. Couldn't give it to Katie because she had just gone. He couldn't give it to Charity because she had just gone. So it was really like it was going to be Greer or Kat. And I think he was so over Greer. And I guess he was so over Kat. But Kat would have been the more logical choice than Brooklyn, I think, here. Well, I think we we feel like Gabby was was recent. But that Gabby was in England, right? Yeah, but it was still like on the European part of the trip. Kat was in the Bahamas. Yeah, Gabby was... In England, and then he goes into five days of quarantine. Right. A couple of days of travel to uh, Estonia. Yeah. It's there. And now a couple of days of travel to Hungary. Like, it's been two plus weeks. So, like, I felt like Gabby could have gotten the date. I, I don't, that was where my head was at. And I feel like he thinks highly enough of her that it would make sense. And, and usually you get at least two people in your final four that have two dates under their belt by the time they get to hometowns. Uh, that know. is true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe it also was the producers doing that thing where it's like, no, we're not going to let you do the, you know, have the date with the person you want. Anyhow, let's go to this group date. Uh, spooky magic theater. Um, so it appears. And, and it was, um, and who knew, did you, I don't know if you knew Budapest pretty much. Did not know. I've never heard of that, but, um, I'm here for a mentalist. Yeah. So, um, we see him blow the ink heart off of Zach's hand onto Gabby's holy shiitake mushrooms. Uh, How did that work? Do you have any ideas? No clue. Like I, I, he did go and like fuel their hands, but I don't. I, nothing that I thought would have put that. Oh, he must have done it that fast then. Yeah. So, so you went back and looked, and you saw that he had held their hands at some point. But like he kind of went by them. I don't think he like. I don't know that he like touched the palms of their hands. I don't know. I, I'm. I sort of want to like Google it. I'm sure someone out there is like, "This is how you do it." Flabbergasted. Uh, flabbergasted. I actually, that is exactly how I was. I was completely flabbergasted. Uh, more mentalism kind of ensues. He he brings charity to tears with talks of her past relationships and fidelity. Cat starts crying very quickly as the magician asks if she wants Zach to meet her family. Which I was like, "Oh, why are you crying?" Uh, yeah, she was just very emotional. She was wound really tight this week for someone who 
used to be in a really good spot. And I, and I feel like she kind of just self-sabotaged herself a lot. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I think, and I think this is completely me conjecturing, but like all of these women are really gorgeous and I'm sure they're just not used to sharing attention or having that level of uncertainty a lot of the time. Um, and they all seem also like good people. Their personality is nice too, but like, I'm sure Kat was just like completely, it's just completely out of her element. I mean, we all say it, she looks like a model. I'm sure she gets lots of attention and is, and this has got to be very different than what she's used to. I think she just got too un- unconfident and like that shows when you're around Zach too, right? Like he wants to date the people that are like super sure of what's going on. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of unconfident, Charity starts crying with women saying how unconfident she is on this date in this situation. And, uh, and then that's when we get, Ariel's one-on-one time in her Eastern European accent. You're Ukrainian to be exact. I love that. Also, uh, I know exactly what she's talking about. I'm not I'm not part of the Ukrainian Jewish community um, in New York, but I actually have like friends that are a part of it and it's a very close-knit community. So um, I'm interested to I'm interested also to see how they would receive receive someone like Zach, you know? Well, and do you know anyone that would just automatically assume that um, they're gonna go make you get naked in a room if you're on The Bachelor? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Oh gosh. Uh I can't wait to meet these people in the hometown, so it's gonna be great. I know, yes. And also we saw the scenes from like for next episode and then and sounds like Zach really gets grilled and doesn't know when her birthday is, which like I totally get. This is such a weird experience to date someone like this and then have to know everything about them. Know anyone's birthday. Like I we say this every week, but like I really want Ariel to be the Bachelorette, which there are rumors out there. As to who the bachelorette? Really? Oh, have you been listening to the rumors? I've been staying away. Popped up right in front of my face, and I couldn't avoid it. Um, oh, of who it is, or just that it's been chosen? Not that it's been chosen. Strong rumors, but but we know things can change on a dime. As like that's how JoJo became the bachelorette. It was going to be Kayla back then, and JoJo became the bachelorette. What? So who was it supposed to be? They're they're saying it's going to be Charity, which I think is like not the right choice. I, I think interesting. It, you either. If Ariel or Katie is the winner, the other one is the lead, in my opinion. Interesting. I don't think I know enough about charity. That's kind of what I was. I, was I like, wouldn't have seen that coming. How do we? We don't know anything about her. Right. Interesting. There's some big upheaval coming. Um, I I also keep hearing, and I don't know who. Someone's going to self-eliminate themselves. I don't know. <gasps> Ariel. Ariel is not in love with him. If Ariel goes further, I think Ariel's like, wait, wait like, um, Ariel's too cool for him. Sorry, Katie's not too cool for him, and I don't know if that's insulting, but Ariel's too cool for him. Gabby's starting to get in her head a little bit. We we kind of see it here. Like, she in this group setting, she's reeling. She's feeling insecure and confused and her perfectionism about being too much. And that, in the past, people have said she confuses people, and, like, she, there's a lot of self-doubt creeping in for her. Um, She sits down with Zach. She's like, I, I've been crying. <laughs> complete honesty and like she's like i'm trying to control my adhd and like like i I feel like she's like deliberately sabotaging herself here in the moment like she's trying to give herself like give him an out i I felt like i know no that's a good point also like the um the adhd and that it's so interesting that like the mentalist picked up on her adhd or something like that maybe he was watching her behaviors in some way but um i don't i also don't think that's like a red flag but i guess i don't have it so i don't know how hard it is to live with it i don't know this red flag i i I think she's just like self-aware and like worried that like she's being too much i guess and 
but it, I think she's so far out in front of herself. Like there's not a problem. Like right. exactly. But you're trying to create one. Is that because you don't want to be here or, or you're just in a pressure cooker situation? Okay. This is what I'm saying. I don't think they actually like him. And, and kind of back to the thing where like no one has said, I think I'm falling in love with you and that kind of thing. I also think he hasn't really created an environment to fall in love with him. Cause like for me, I'm worried he's going to like, just like send people home willy nilly. Like he's kind of created this tense environment because of how quickly he does send people home. But he does again, like he did with Katie makes her feel a lot better, super understanding and supportive. But then there's cat on this date and like it, she's, emotional and crying when she sits down with Zach. She shares with him like, hey, like I see myself as your fiance. So she's like doing the most of like of anyone as far as talking about the future. Right. But still not saying I'm falling in love with you, which like I think with Zach could have sealed the deal. Yeah, when she talks a lot about her emotions, Kate. Yes, she does. And I also think she was <laughs> I just feel like so much of this could have been avoided with like clear exp- explanation. Like she should have just said like it's hard to explain my emotions um, because I like you so much and I'm afraid of getting hurt. And that's why I said, I thought about leaving. Like she, I feel like she just doesn't know how to explain herself. And instead she just shuts down. Yeah. Um, I didn't know where the group date Rose was going to go. I, I felt like it could have gone any direction. It goes to Gabby though. Um, so we'll be going to Vermont. For the maple syrup. It reminded me, she's the one with the maple syrup that Zach detested because he was on his keto diet. Oh, that's right. Um, speaking, I was going to hit on this later, but like, when Zach shows up to the Rose ceremony later on, he's very thin looking. Like he's lost weight during this season. Have has that been uh, in the news? I don't like. I don't think so. I don't think I noticed that, but maybe that was from COVID. See it in no? Why not? See it in his face. Like he's sunken in. He did say in that interview that he was just like very run down by the end, um, and probably just like wanted to make a decision. It sounds like a lot. Like I once did um like a one month trip like where we went to a different city every three days and that was so tiring. And I wasn't like filming a TV show and having to like date 17 women at once. (laughs) You're not at home. So like you're, you're eating whatever's available to you. You're not getting to like choose your food. Yeah. But yeah. uh, Pat again, like, break. Like that rose goes to Gabby, cat breaks down in tears. And like, I, this keeps happening. Not just cat, but like, I feel yeah. it's like you get a rose and you're, you're excited. And then like everyone else just like, ah, I, I know. And they can't, they can't hold it in, but it's like, I guess that keeps happening. Cause there's no other drama. Like people aren't fighting anymore. Like what did happen to the Brooklyn and cat drama? They just kind of like glossed over it. They did. Like it's just done. The girls are like, never mind. Let's stop fighting over this doofus. I, I, thought that maybe all of that happened in a very short window, but then they produced it out to a longer window to make it seem like an ongoing conflict. Oh, right. You said that last time. That makes a lot more sense, actually. It was just a short conflict. Because like, Brooklyn doesn't seem super catty like that. Or, no, she's just funny. And, like, if the shoe fits, lace it on up. Sorry, I love that. Excited for his date with Brooklyn, but then here comes Greer rolling into his hotel room, knock, knock, knocking on Zachary's door. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to believe she hasn't seen him since the Bahamas. Three weeks. That is so much time. That's that's kind of absurd. She should have just gone home like um, Logan. Yeah. I mean, they must have given her the option. And she said, yeah, I'll go. Yeah. Well, she was in England because she talked to him on, on the tablet that she didn't know how to use in England. Right. 
And then, and then I guess she stayed in England and met them in Budapest later. Sounds like some yeah. producer had to do a lot of logistics to figure all this out. I'm sure. Someone had to stay there and babysit her the whole time too. Yeah, exactly. Um, like lowest person on the totem pole staying here with Greer. Oh my God. But you know, it's kind of speaking of COVID though, I was listening to another podcast and they had the best idea ever. So you know how, um, when Zach had COVID, they, they still let the girls go out and they ended up at a bar. Like, they should do that when the when the lead has a one on one. They should let all the other girls go out and just see how they behave, and maybe even like do some sting operations where they're like, "Oh, we're going to send in some hot uh, hot guys and see who's actually loyal to Zach." That would be such good TV. Great looking guy who is Zach's good friend. Uh, right, exactly. But shouldn't they do that? They need to do that. I know that's a different show, but I want that show. It could happen on this show. I could see it. Yeah. Just once in a while, just to see, especially if it's like a villain and you don't think she's there for the right reasons. And it's like, oh, we're all going to this like bar. Oh, there's like some good looking men over there. Just saying it's it's not a bad idea. When Greer, she's like, hey, like I really see something between us. Like I'm wondering if there's something that, that you can see. I'm like, Greer, we're going to hometowns. Like he doesn't even know you. Like you can't make that leap. I think the producers just did her dirty. They probably said, he's giving you a chance. He's giving you a chance. And that meant like, he's giving you a chance to say goodbye. Um, yeah. They probably just really misled her. Yeah, I mean, he's like, Hey, I need to be a hundred percent confident going to hometowns. Like, I don't feel that. Sorry. Not sorry. Um, uh, but like she takes it well, despite like need really needing some waterproof mascara. Um, it, like she's like, Hey, it's hard to, it's hard to understand, but, I appreciate you being honest with me. Yeah. And I mean, she'll try to go to, to paradise. I do think there was a huge missed opportunity for her to make light of the fight they got in last time and be like, see, look, COVID. Now I know what you're talking about. Cause now COVID is getting in the way of me finding love, not just in me hitting my quota. Yeah. And sorry, I may have given her too much credit here. She wasn't the one that thanked him for his honesty. That came a little later on. Um, oh, okay. I think she probably did. She didn't seem pissed though. She was just like, Oh, I thought I was going to get a chance one of the people they bring in like the last week of paradise when no one cares about who's coming to paradise anymore right exactly yeah that is true like i'm not that interested or invested and i'm sure though they'll like bring her in with some sort of tea situation yeah, so she'll probably be in the, in the lead group for all we know let's go the date will be some sort of tea thing yeah a spot of tea in the hot sun in mexico um brooklyn's date they're riding bikes through a park hot air balloon ride Hungarian bathhouse. That's the, the train station bathhouse. Um, the one I've been to. And uh, old people playing chess in the pool, which doesn't seem like a normal thing. But uh, uh, yeah, but sweet. And once again, this is further evidence that you need to add um, kind of the the meeting up with an old couple for some advice into your fantasy for reality scoring. So can't add it mid season, but I, I feel like it's a it's a quality ad for for the next go around. Um, nighttime is the right time for these two. Um, she talks about her mom, uh, who kind of did all the all the rodeo work for her when it was dad's doing it for everyone else, and her biological dad not being in her life, but her grandfather being that man, and really gushes about him being her her hero. Yeah, that was super super sweet, and like I just. Like the maturity with which she talks about it uh, makes it realize makes me realize like she's thought about it a lot. The fact that like she is right, this guy who could have just been like old and had you know enjoying his life. Well, not that it's not enjoying, but you know, like having no big responsibilities stepped in like that. Um, I'm actually sad because now I kind of want to meet her grandfather, but she gets sent home. Yeah, and she's not she's young. She's only twenty five. 
Um, but upon hearing this all, like that Zach is like, Hey, like, I want to know if you have any fears about me meeting your family. She's like, no, not really. Like, I, I just want to only take the, the right people that I'm really confident in and home. And I, she thinks that next step is with Dak, Zach, but the, like right then and there, he, this guy's got no poker face. Oh, no poker face. Like literally you can see when he has checked out. There's a, he gets a dead look in his eyes and it is yeah. and it's fear and whatever it is, but that's the checkout point. Like no coming back from that one. And like, we've seen this time and time again. Like he doesn't feel confident. Doesn't want, I like totally respectable though. Like doesn't want to take that slot of, of someone that she, like, that's an important thing to her taking someone home to her, to her family. So like good on, hopefully, hopefully foreshadows like him not proposing to someone when, if 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 it's not the right thing to do, uh, like right. don't, don't take someone's engagement away from them just because you're on television. Show. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, I think I, I think he already kind of knew that Brooklyn wasn't going to be the one, but probably this put the nail in the coffin that he just can't string her along anymore because of all these different emotions um, that he would have to kind of handle. I mean, at this point, I think he knows it's Katie, and he's just trying to like be kind to everyone else. It feels that way. Um, yeah. She does handle it awesomely well. Thanks him for his honesty, for always being upfront. Um, and th- they break up. Uh, we will, like, no doubt in my mind, we see her in Paris. Oh, and she'll be a hot commodity. And she'll also have, like, amazing ITMs and, like, interviews and commentary. Like, I'm very excited for her. It'd be like Tia, I'll say 3.0, since Tia was Raven 2.0. Uh, <laughs> um, She's gonna be that. She's gonna be the country girl that says mm-hmm. stuff that everyone likes. Uh, that the guys are chasing that gets along with the girls. I feel like that's gonna be her. Yeah, you're right. Totally. Um, back at the hotel, though, uh, the girls are pretty surprised when when her suitcase is rolled on out of the room. But uh, we get to cocktails and roses, and and I, I have it here, and you didn't see it, so maybe look next week. He looks especially thick. Uh, I know. I, I didn't totally see it. Maybe it's all the pressure from all the showering scenes. Like, hey, if someone said you have to take a shower in front of the cameras every day for a week, I'd be on a diet too. Cool. I mean, for six months. Over here eating almonds um, and and drinking protein shakes. Where's? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, first rose goes to Ariel, which wasn't a surprise at all. Um, and then it's Cat and Charity's pained faces for that final rose, and it goes to Charity. So, um, you got it right. You had the, you had the, <gasps> Oh, I did get it right. Yeah. Uh, you, 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 that was your final four. Um, Katie, um, Ariel, Charity, and Gabby. Um, so that. that's have, a good solid final four right there. We did pretty good here. Um, Kat, again, I, I think she's definitely in paradise. She's probably first group of people on the beach. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and and she kind of wants to know why, and, and it's like, hey, like things just kind of waned as as they went on, which like again, I think self inflicted in a, in a lot of ways. She got got too inside of her own head, and it affected everything else that was going on around her. I don't know. Yeah, not- no, I think so too. Um, and I think she she pushed him away by accident. It's not me. It's you. Yeah, Zach was the most upset we've seen him all season. When when she, when he sent her away because I think he thought she was 
one of the ones who probably person at, at some point in time she had the first one-on-one right no uh christina had the first one-on-one okay then Kat- and then katie what are you talking about no i think cat had the was no, she was in the bahamas she was on the boat yeah it, it was a very early so it was early i think it was maybe the third one-on-one Definitely the first season we've ever had where the first impression rose winner didn't get a one-on-one day. Doesn't do a thing, seriously. Um, and uh, and and Jesse, I think Jesse's just as shocked. Yeah, I mean, the the looks that Jesse gives when he's surprised, like they, I, I don't think they can't be faked. Like, he's, he 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 has no poker face either. Like wide-eyed and like, hey brother, like that that was tough. Um, and just like. Jesse Palmer, host, age 44. He's in a, in a uh, emotional shoulder to cry on, I, I guess. Gives him a big hug. Yeah. Yeah, in, in that regard, like, I know you love Jesse. Like, he's much more... Comforting. ...the level of the, the lead with his um, emotions, whereas, like, Chris had just gotten a little desensitized, or he's further away in age right so he, he, got to just be like, he thought it was all silly he just like never really cared i feel like of the outcome i think he cared he, he was just tr- he was more of a father than a brother or i like the brother vibes like the jokes the fun the chit chat yeah i just felt like the, the leads never really opened up to chris jesse's definitely the, the brother vibe um yeah. anyhow next week we mentioned it earlier monday and tuesday nights hometowns women tell all like charity's brother is gonna be a tough cookie um, and Ariel's brother just hitting him with the facts that he doesn't know. Like, yes, we know. I've known these women for five or six weeks, and I had COVID for one of those weeks. <laughs> I probably should not be marrying any of them. And I, there was a voiceover, but you couldn't see who it came from. But it was like in two weeks, somebody's like, "Ooh, sexy time." <laughs> my money is it had to have been Ariel saying that. Is she so funny? Although in the after credits, it does look like Katie is quite goofy as well. They were having a great time in the bathtub. Like, I, like I don't think <laughs> bubbles were the in the bathtub were the only bubbles in that room. I think there there must have been some champagne go, going in in there as well. Because uh, Katie playing Santa Claus in in, in the bathtub. <laughs> I loved it. It's nice to see their goofy sides. Yeah, which I feel like we've gotten a lot more of this season, just in general, which I like. Yeah, yeah these girls seem really good. Like, I want to hang out with them. Every once in a while, you get a cast like this where it's just like it seems like a fun hang. It, they're definitely one of them. Uh, let's take a we right. pick final fours. Pick a winner. Um, let's pick a winner. I got to stick with Katie. You know, why deviate from where I've been all season? I'm going to say Katie too. It's it's Katie. But let's pick a bachelorette. Oh, you said it was already announced as charity. Maybe hasn't been announced. It's rumored. I'm still going with Ariel. That's my let's girl. Go Ariel. Let's manifest Ariel. Want right? Yeah. So. And I don't think Gabby would be terrible either. We know we know more about Gabby than we do about Charity. Yeah, that's true. We just don't know much about Charity. It's very reserved and quiet. Yeah, like would she be good TV is the question. It would, Ariel would be great TV. Fantastic TV. That's like a, a slam dunk that they... Yeah. I, I think the only reason they maybe wouldn't do it is because Ariel wouldn't do it. Like, Ariel's too cool. Oh, she would definitely do that, though. Like, Ariel would give major, like, Caitlin Bristow vibes. It'd be great. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Let's look at Fantasy 4 Reality, Fantasy Numeral 4 Reality.com. That's where we play our game. And unfortunately for Kate, how many players left? Womp womp. Um, so Darn it. I have about a 1,200 point lead. Unless you get some massive men tell all, women tell all points, 
that's uh, not happening. Someone shows back up on the show, but uh, the, the high score for the week was actually Greer um, for coming over to his room and then getting sent home mid episode. Oh, fascinating! Kind of lame, and I kind of wanted to, as a super score over at Fantasy for Reality, I kind of wanted to take those points away, but I couldn't find a way to justify doing it. But yeah, um, want to remind everybody to follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and Kate's favorite TikTok, After Reality Podcast, on both of those. Subscribe wherever you download your podcast. Check out the website afterrealitypodcast.com. You can find me on the Twitter at Spencer Kitley at Fantasy for Reality on both Instagram and Twitter. And you can find Kate. Kate Stern Gunnerson, and I'm still doing my lunchbox series. So tune in to see if my son eats his lunch every day. Oh, if he's actually eating it or if he's just dumping it in the trash. In I, I ask him every day. I'm like, are you sharing it? Are you throwing it out? He's like, no, I'm eating it. You told me to eat it. So I'm eating it. And I just don't believe him. I can't wait for my teacher, my parent teacher conference this month. Like, I'm going to ask the important questions. You hungry when he comes home? He's always hungry, though. I was going to say, like, you give him a lot of foods. So I'm wondering like, if he's full when he comes home, he might not be as anxious for snacks. No, he is hungry also for snacks. So he's always hungry. He's an endless pit. Very good. Um, Kate is going to try to, to bring you more content next week. I am going to be on vacation. But until we all chat again, we remind you, we like bears and Mexican food right here on After Reality. Mm-hmm.